Alright, now this might be the one that gets me in trouble. Um, I am a huge fan of anime. And over the years, I've come to accept a lot of the stuff that happens in anime, like a lot of anime fans. But I am not one of those people who accept it and just go, you know, well, that's just how it is. No, I, I question it. I get upset at it. I get angry at it. Cliches bug me. Um, I can't stand seeing an overuse or uh, seeing a show that's oversaturated with them. I typically actually enjoy new innovative notions within anime and they generally make me happy whenever I see something that goes outside of the norm. Awkwardly enough, those typically are the ones that become far more popular than the things that follow suit of everything else that anime is already um, a rendition of. So, one of my biggest gripes with it is the uh, concept of morality that happens in anime a lot. Now, this is typically shown within anything that revolves around romance, um, harems, or just uh, the generalization of how a character is supposed to be portrayed in a uh, civil manner, if you will. Uh, not necessarily in a, something that involves a woman, but just by standards of how he feels, how he thinks, or how his actions are depicted. I hate this stuff in anime. Um, I can't stand it. I don't know if it's an Eastern writing thing or what, because you typically see the same type of thing carried on in the Korean and Chinese comics as well. So it's not just anime, but at the same time, but like in initially each country has their own way of dealing with what they with how they handle like morality and chivalry and things like that. Um, but they they typically they, they typically run the same, you know. Um, like it's it's a it's a different color water, but it tastes the same. <laughs> if that makes any sense, but um, it it's ridiculous for me in anime because I know because I'm not, I'm I'm someone who looks at anime, but at the same time I also look at their movies. Um, got in depth knowledge of their culture and whatnot, and it's like I don't live there, but I've taken in enough of their media and a lot of the things that they do to know and understand that anime has a very skewed viewpoint towards what their people actually are and what they do in in particular situations, mannerisms, and things like that. Like, uh, for an example, something that anime does a hell of a lot is uh, constantly showcase um, a main character who basically would be only Gaga for one girl if he's in a high school. You know, a new girl comes to the school, or there's a girl in the school that's like the most, the prettiest girl in the school or whatnot. And as far as the main character is concerned, that's the only girl that's that he's worth looking at. The girl could, could care less if he was alive or not. Doesn't know that he exists or whatever, but to the main character, that's the only girl he pines for. No other girl fucking matters. And the story itself would be surrounded by whatever situation they want to put in place that would now make him 
um, a noticeable factor for the girl's affection. So whether you got monsters attacking, they get transported to another world, or um, he just, uh, you know, like he build up the courage and ask her out, and now you're just watching a series of her knowing that he likes her, and then for some reason they get put in situations where she might have told him at the beginning she doesn't feel the same way, because, duh, she doesn't know the fucker, but then later when she gets to know him, then they build on a relationship, um, which is portrayed as the norm, which is what's odd to me, because that isn't normal. Um, that, that concept is very weird, um, just, just as someone who's, you know, fucking spoken to women before, <laughs> I, I look at that, and I go, how is this, like, how, how do you make something like this, and go, this is something everyone can relate to, and it just, it doesn't seem relatable, because the objectivity of it is that hey, like, this character is just going to be only interested in this girl, and only this girl, and everything that they're going to do will always and only be to get this girl to like and appreciate them. But they don't put in anything as the main character trying to get to know her, um, find out what her likes or dislikes are, um, spend time with her before he just leaves a note in her locker telling her to meet her behind the gym where he confesses, like every other guy that, has done that to her, and then he expects a different result to happen, because it's him, and he cares about her more than everyone else, and I find that ridiculous, I've always found that ridiculous, because it just, it seems so ridiculous, and then it got to the point where I started looking into manga, so around this time, I was just looking at anime, and then when I started to read manga, that's that's actually, it's a whole other Pandora's box. Because what a lot of people don't know, especially anime aficionados, because you get a lot of them, and they're basically people who started watching anime when Naruto came out, and that's all that they, you know, that's all that they do now is just watch every anime that subsequently came out after Naruto. And so, like, they, they know a lot about it. I go to Japan sometimes. and Real dumb shit. Um, superficial. Um to me, that's how I see them, their, their, their knowledge on the shit, or their look into everything, is very superficial to me, so, I, needless to say, I care not for how they think, or how they feel, but, um, something that happens, when, when you read manga, uh, the thing is, is that, manga has a different way of handling the, um, the societal look, towards, uh, different, um, aspects of characters and whatnot. The thing is, is that you have to think about the fact that anime is ultimately done for money. Manga has more of a leeway with that. There's a manga that I've read that has never been an anime, and I doubt it ever will become an anime, um, and honestly, to me, it's always set the bar for, like, what's the, what's the craziest amount of shit you could possibly do and try to get away with in a story? That, that is a very good story. And that's Battle Royale. Sometimes the name escapes me whenever I think about it. But for right now, I got it. But that's Battle Royale. If you've never read the Battle Royale manga, to me, I, I feel like, yeah, you're not really... You're not looking hard enough, you know? Because <laughs> I, I know for a fact that when Attack on Titan came out as an anime, 
so many people were going gaga over it. Attack on Titan was out as a manga for a very long time and didn't matter. Didn't no one cared. But when it became an anime, then all of a sudden it blew up. Like now it's it's important. It's 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 amazing. It's immaculate. Everyone needs to see Attack on Titan. But if you've seen other shit that is far superior as a story, at gore, um, just with with interesting characters at the same time being in fucked up situations. Attack on Titan wasn't shit. Like it, it really is a shitty anime. Um, it, it's not. It's not good. It's really dumb. Um, and you compare some like Attack on Titan to the interesting and um, ridiculousness that is um, uh, Tomodachi, um, Tomodachi Friends, and um, and uh, uh, Maho Shoujo The End. Things that don't have animes, but well, to don't, don't Tomodachi Friends got a um, got a movie. I believe it's Tomodachi Friends. I can't. I'm. I think I'm fucking that up. And uh, Maho Shoujo the End, which is just ridiculous. And you look at these things and you go, well, they're not going to make these an anime because one, they're not cost effective, um, and it's just a simple fact that there's so much going on that's just a story, um, a story element that's not even this ridiculous visual. Now this is for Tomodachi. Um, that yeah, it'll go over people's heads. But if you sat down and looked at the subject matter, you'd be like, yo, this is this is fucking awesome. It's fucked up, but it's fucking awesome. And Maho Shoujo to the end is just really fucked up. And visually, it's just ridiculous and crazy. But the concept of having those type of people, those characters, those interactions, and having that, that just big old crock pot full of different characters and personalities and whatnot that don't fit within those cliched niche genre people that they constantly try to portray in anime goes over the norm and so typically that is looked like it's, it's no one cares they you don't look at that you go mm, you, you I, I, <laughs> I i spit in your general direction when you see shit like that um and that that's what happens when it comes to like creating anime on that level so you don't get the quiet innocent girl who actually might be a fucking psychopath um who's all obsessed over somebody and is portraying herself as this weak timid girl in order to get the guy because he has that nature of just wanting to protect everyone with it which is a random anime-esque personality trait but if you sit there and stipulate that this main character has that personality trait through horrendous trauma which is what happens in Maho Shoujo the end, then it makes sense. And it's like, yeah, he's emulating what he believes a good person should be because he has nothing else to emulate it from because his household was just so fucked up. And, and you don't get depth characters like that. If you have a character who sits there and says something stupid, like, I just want everyone to be happy. That's all that they're about. It's just every action that they take within the anime stems from that mindset. I just want everyone to be happy. That is a vague, impossible goal that is done and shoehorned. And it's like, it's, it's shoehorned and stuffed down children's mouths to make them these ridiculous creatures who don't think outside the box. I don't know if it's a Japanese thing, but you can tell from looking at a lot of their child-oriented anime or things that are best or anime that's like directed towards children um, in particular. They'll have these vague notions of characters with no depth or anything like that to just keep kids happy. And that's okay, but at the same time, you got kids and adults who look at the subject matter and much like what 
American cartoons are kind of doing now where we're having adult themes slide into these children cartoons. Sometimes it can be it can be done in a very tasteful and good way. Um, and it's like it's very like very tasteful, very good way. And then it's like, yo, all walks of life can look at this and, and enjoy it. You have like a cartoon like Adventure Time that does that. Or it could be like just way too heavy handed and just in your face and it's kinda like like, whoa, like really back. Like you're like this you know, kids look at this and then it's like what you're talking about isn't necessarily something that is going to hit home that way. But you're kinda like going off the deep end and you're making this far more adult oriented but your target audience is children and that's who's looking at this now and then you're just throwing in some heavy-handed adult themes and it's like it's not it's not sly anymore now it's just straight up like bam like look at this and that's some shit like on steven universe and whatnot because steven universe is just about lesbians that's that's the whole show it's just about lesbians nothing else only lesbians (laughs) but you don't get that with uh, Japanese anime. They they don't even try to do shit like that. Like it's it's just one way or the highway. So they have their magical girl anime. They have their um what was it? Yeah, like their magical girl anime all happens to be the exact same fucking thing. The um, repetitive shonen anime happens to be the exact same fucking thing. A character has a vague dream that they're trying to accomplish, but they have to go past adversity in order to reach it. And and that's it. That's all that there is to it. Um, but then you have stuff that's kind of creative in that aspect, like uh, with One Piece. One Piece has some creative elements to it. There's a lot of things that just, as a story, make it very interesting. But One Piece is still that repetitive shonen vague dream, ne- not necessarily a detailed plan for getting said dream but it's just going to do it and as the story is progressing then we're getting more and more added on to it that is allowing us to piece together what the fuck you know this whole journey is about because it's about the journey not the destination we know what the destination is it's about the journey um and that's that's essentially one of the factors that made me continue to watch naruto it was like i wanted to see how it all was going to end and now looking back on it i don't like naruto i despise it i consider it a, a bad anime it has way too many plot holes in the story of shit but it still was something that i was interested in at the time but even still it wasn't something that that made me think too hard about anything everything was so easily laid out there was no complexity behind characters they they tried to implement twists that only just made the story far more confusing in order to try and make a character seem more deep and it's very noticeable and basically if you're someone who's just blinded by the light then you wouldn't get that you would look at it and be like oh man that's amazing that character's still alive and it's like well no that's not amazing how are you going to explain that And then your explanation is kind of shoddy. And then it's like, well, what? And and it's like, before you can even get to answering that, you just throw in a fight scene that just basically goes, no, I explained it. Here's a fight scene. It was like, no, you didn't explain it well enough. You just kind of, you just said shit. But it doesn't explain anything. No, it explains everything. And then you'll continue the story on. But then later on, in order to make something else seem interesting, you'll 
do something else that's less in that same correlation. Oh, well, because that character was still alive, this character was still alive. And they were doing everything. But then that doesn't explain why that character, who you told us came back to life, was doing the stuff that they were doing. No, I explained it. I just explained it. And it was like, no, you didn't. Uh, it was like, you said what it was and what happened. But that doesn't justify why it happened. You just said it happened. There's no justification behind it. You just said it happened. This, that's my main gripe with Naruto. But all of that just generally flows into that where it's just like, yeah, you just keep everything simple for the kids. But it's like, well, you're confusing simplicity with, you know, poor writing. And it's like, if you just sit there and implement something, well, this will be an interesting twist or this will be fun to look at. And it's like, yeah, that's that's... You think it's simplistic, but it's actually kind of, it, it's an example of poor writing if you haven't put any thought into it. And it's like, even something that you want to be simple, you should put thought into it so you don't overly complicate it. But that was the fault of Naruto's that they tried to overly complicate shit. And all of this just is proven elements to where it's like, you know, you have a series like Naruto that has that, which is insanely popular. A lot of people love it. And it um, started to define a generation, really. Uh, made made a bunch of people get into anime. Um, but at the same time, it was also a giant, like, neon sign to tell anime studios, if you just make shit like this, that's all you need to do. God forbid you change up anything. And, like, look how Naruto began. He was gaga over a girl who was gaga over a guy. They never gave any explanation or reason, or rhyme or reason, as to why these people felt the way that they felt about each other. But, they ju they tried to justify the actions because of the time that they spent together, which was, is, is not the same thing. You can spend a very long amount of time with someone and not have any romantic feelings for them. You can basically sit there and say that a character goes, Ooh, I love this girl. And I have to accept that as... I'm looking at the story. And it's like, yes, you're saying that. But if so much time has passed and I'm looking at the two characters' interactions as, why, like, does he actually love her? Or is it like, that's just something he says? Because they're not doing anything that's showcasing that he has romantic feelings for outside of the typical norm of what anime showcase, which is that if a loud mouth, um, in-your-face, headstrong character just declares something, then that's all there is to it. Then, but that that stipulates from a cliche of a character trait rather than uh, a good example of a definition behind a character. You know, it's like that's not something where I look at it and go like, oh, yeah, it's totally believable that he has feelings for this person. Like, no, it's not. What what I'm seeing is just like you said it and then you gave no proof of it. You just you just had them say it. I love you. OK. Why? And as soon as that question is asked, they, they lose their fucking minds. <laughs> and they, like, they just, they have, they make absolutely no sense. Um, like, uh, just, and it's just, it's a porn. It, like, I, I can't stand it. And it, it's something that's riddled in Naruto. They had a character tell Naruto that she loved him before she got fucking impaled. And then he lost his damn mind because of it. Had a power up. Met his mother and his father, whatever. And then when all everything was all said and done, the girl was fine. They just washed over it because that's not something that they can get in depth with. No, at the time it would seem like a good thing to do, 
But should we justify it? Should we have anything go about that in order to make it to where at the end of the series, which is, this is what they did, at the end of the series, we have these two characters end up together. Okay, all we've seen is just this one-sided affection towards this character. We've gotten nothing in terms of him accepting or having feelings for her. But you're just going to make it so where it's just at the end of it, you just go, yep, they're together. And in a very fucked up manner. But that all goes back to the acceptance of that, where people will go, well, it was obvious they were going to be end up together because she liked him. Yes, but as far as the series was concerned, he liked another girl. So wouldn't it be all right to assume that he might have gotten with her? Well, she liked another guy. Right. But the guy that she liked has shown absolutely no interest in her romantically whatsoever. Not at any point in time did he have any interest in her romantically. Yet, we've had the main character do multiple things and risked his life multiple times to save her. And that could have been a way to justify their relationship with one another, but they never went in depth with it. There was never a moment where that was something to be thought upon or it could be built on as a notion that, eh, will they or won't they? No, it was just immediately assumed they won't. And that's all that it was taken as. And that's, that's shitty writing to me. That's really shitty writing. And that's a, a, a ridiculous concept of morality. Like, why not implement it to where, even though you have these characters who the main guy, when he was younger, he said he was in love with, or another character who, when she got older, finally confessed that she was in love with him, you end the series with him being married to someone completely different. Would, would, wouldn't that be an interesting take? <laughs> wouldn't that be something people would go, hmm, I hope they make a, I hope they do something else with it to explain the fuck, <laughs> you know, whereas <laughs> like everything doesn't just, it's not a cookie cutter outline of a story where it's like, well, this character's in love with them, so they're, they gotta be, they gotta end up together. That's the only way. It's the only possible justification of, of love. That's how love actually works. Now, for, for their society's sake, I will Con- I will concede to the fact that, like, yes, they have a hell of a lot more relationships in Japan that are, are like that come from either high school or college that just typically have them just be with one one off person. You know, like there's just like I've only dated one person my entire life and I married them. We had kids and we live happily ever after. They have that a hell of a lot more in Japan than they do in America. I understand that. Like, and as a, as a cultural difference, I get that. But at the same time, that's not, it's not like it's a majority that just overshadows all other types of relationships. Because it doesn't. They have people, they have a multitude of people who typically date more than one person. Who go out with other people. Who get married to people well well after they've dated plenty of people in high school and in college and it just didn't fucking work out. Because that's just, that's it's human. It's human to be that way. Now, what people don't take into account is that the people who write and draw manga and anime are the type of people who, when they finally get the girl, will stick with that person. They're not known. They wouldn't be the type of people who break it off or date multiple people or go out with multiple people or whatnot. The the life of a manga cause is a sad one. But <laughs> they're 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 in a different it's a different spectrum. You see what I'm saying? Like it's basically 
manga and anime are written by the type of people who want the shit that happens in manga and anime to happen in real life. This is what they believe real life is. Most of them didn't have the high school life that they're trying to portray in the anime. That's what the, that's where the fucking fantasy comes from. So the idea of you getting the prettiest girl in the school or whatnot comes from that fantasy. Because more often than not, they didn't do that. And then more often than not, the prettiest girl in school didn't fucking like anime or manga. Which is something they were drawing and trying to do in order to make it a job. You see how that is backwards? <laughs> you see how that doesn't really compute? And so because of that, their lack of social knowledge, their lack of basically how just... Um, the popular crowd works or how people who are adamantly going out or dating other people or doing shit like that, you know, they have a lack of knowledge of those groups, groups of people because they didn't do that. They were interested in manga, anime, drawing and, and, um, storytelling. So it's, it's okay when they have that fantasy element put in their anime. But the thing is, is that uh, my tongue. The thing is, is that that concept has gotten so oversaturated with it being apparent to the norm that people are starting to forget that, like, hey, there's other types of people out there rather than, you know, a fucking tsundere that hits you because she can't convey her actual feelings to you. And it's like, well, there are women out there who just generally don't know how to express themselves you know and it's like they might like you but they just don't know how to express themselves but they're not inherently violent and completely dismissive whenever you see them or talk to them they just it's like hey like no i i like you i just you know i just i <laughs> you know it's like like realistically it's like yeah i i like you and everything but it's like this is new to me i don't i don't really know how to express myself like that but, like, no, like, you you good people. <laughs> and it was like, you know, like, the amount of love and affection that she could possibly have for that guy, you wouldn't be able to see it on her face. And you wouldn't be able to tell by her actions. But, yes, yeah, she could have a deep-seated, like, feelings for this person. But anime themselves have stipulated something like that to be classified into, like, a genre of woman. Um, what is it? Uh, something day. And it's basically just a... A woman who just is stone-faced, but she really, really loves you. And it's like, yeah, you can like you can say that as an outside feature. But there's more to that person than just being that classification. But the thing is, is that the rule of anime is that there isn't. It's just that, that character is only that classification. That's why they fit under that classification. It, you'd be hard-pressed to find an anime that has a character that's like a... Sundere or um, just a, a Dere Dere um, or anything like that or Yandere that doesn't just typically do the exact same thing that you've seen in another anime but actually will have far more complexity towards them. What if a character is a Yandere but she isn't necessarily the murderous type more so just really obsessive and um, damn near um, Damn near on the, uh, I was about to say sadistic, not sadistic, but damn near on the abusive type, you know, like where, where we actually have that in relationships, a woman who'll sit there and degrade you and belittle you constantly, but at the same time will tell you, you know, like you ain't never going to find no one better than me. So you need to just like, shut up, you punk bitch. And it's like, these people exist, <laughs> but it's like, why wouldn't that be something? It's like that, that would fit outside the, the notion of what the cliche is. And the general terminology from a yandere to an actual 
developed character that you would like to see that that would be interesting to be showcased in an anime considering whatever the situation of the anime might be a female character who's not just in immediately and um dismissively just oh i'm better than you ha 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 the hand over the mouth type bullshit but an actual female character who's belittling a guy but she's telling him he can't be with anyone else but her and this is psychologically affecting him to the point where if he interacts or meets other people, he, he's just kind of fucked up because of his past dealings with an ex-girlfriend. Not just that she met a biker dude or a guy who's associated with a gang who was just better than the main guy and she left him because the main guy ain't got no money or nothing like that. That's, a, that's actually more of a Chinese comic thing, but it, it does happen in anime sometimes. But you just got like chicks who are immediately dismissive of a guy or character just because like they don't fit the social hierarchy form and it's like this as far as abuse is going to go with these people but it's like yeah there's there's more types of abuse than this though like you're just kind of stipulating just a, a bitch girlfriend and it's like dude i'm telling you there's there's more lots more and they're they're horrible people <laughs> but like you just you're just vilifying and sticking everything into this this niche group and that's all you're ever doing with your characters is that everyone just portrays them and considers them in this niche group. Hell, um, in Naruto, Hinata. Hinata was just a quiet girl who liked the main character. There's nothing to Hinata. Her personality is just that she liked Naruto. And she just quietly stood by on the wayside watching him grow and advance as a person. And when she finally admitted that she loved him, they did nothing. They did absolutely nothing with that. And then the series ended with them two getting married. There's nothing to the character of Hinata. Absolutely nothing. The best development they had with her was when they tried to break down her family and how that actually functions when she had to fight Neji. And that was a quick fight. And it just proved that she wasn't up to bat to fight someone like Neji. And it, it, it did nothing. It did absolutely nothing for her character. Naruto saw the fight. And that was it. <laughs> and I was like, that, that was it. He didn't see Hinata in a new light. He didn't start talking to her more. He didn't have far more conversations between the both of them. No, fuck that. And if you count filler, you're a fucking idiot. And I hate you. I hate you so much. Filler ain't real, all right? <laughs> filler is not real. Ugh, long-running anime to have filler. Not real. Bastards. But it's... it's it's that concept of morality that ultimately I can't stand. Like what, what I've been talking about so far has just been like basically um, character defamation, if you will. And the idea and the concept behind just ultimately having different people fit in certain groups or certain notions because you can just easily define this person by just the most simplistic of their actions without there being any depth or thought behind anything that they're doing. Um, a manga that I'm reading right now that I fucking love is called um, 100 Girlfriends That Really, 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 Really Like Me. And each new... And like it's about a guy who has to get 100 different girlfriends. I love it. It's proven to be a hilarious manga. But each character that they're introducing in this, and it's something that I actually do not like within a harem, is that when you just add on a girl for substance, but because this is a joke manga the concept of adding girls is the point so when he keeps adding women that's what he's supposed to do the the breakdown of the character actually stems and goes further than just their initial design so yes they fit the criteria of 
like um, preference in like women that most manga and anime have. But it it tends to mix it up. Some of them actually have to be happen to be like a change up of characters. There might be um, like the new girl that he got is the sporty girl who like is doing her all for the baseball team. It's about to get um, it's about to get dismantled and everything. But she's a hardcore sadist. <laughs> so, well, not a sadist. She's a hardcore masochist. And like, and then he he understands and identifies that. And then the main character's whole concept is just helping out these girls. And it off off of a terrible summary explanation, you might think like, oh, there's nothing to this. But it moves the manga in such a very very good way. Like it's just it's so well done to the point where the different characters, their actions, and all the dynamics, even though he introduces and shows multiple women, I have not yet found a girl that I'm like that I don't care for that's in his group of harem. That's in his harem. Like a group of harem, yeah. That's stupid. That's in his harem presently. And presently he has like a damn near he got a lot. <laughs> like he got a lot of girls so far. But there's no girl presently that I look at and I go, why the fuck is she here? Like why what is the point of having her around if she doesn't if she acts this way? And it's like, no, they all care deeply for him and is showcased in that, as well as their actions and the things that they do and their own personalities. They give them a lot of that. And it's like they fit a niche, but there's more complexity towards these women than just what has been shown and dictated. But the series itself is a comedy that stipulates from the fact of just him constantly getting women, appeasing to these women, understanding them, getting to know them and love them and have them admit and convey their feelings to him. And that's just, that's all that the manga is about. And it's incredibly hilarious. But, like I said, this is the one, in, it's like the one in a million chance of something like this fucking happening. While as most harems have a group of women that just are around the main character, but the, the but the initial catharsis of fucking every harem is one of the reasons why I, like, I, I hate the harem genre. It's like, I love it, but I hate it. Is that the concept of, hey, we'll have a bunch of women surround the main character. This makes it a harem. No, the fuck it doesn't. And you'll just have the main character just be gaga and goo goo over one particular girl, which immediately defies the very nature of the harem itself. So, no, you can't do that. You can't fucking do that. You can't sit there and tell me, well, he's going to be surrounded by a bunch of girls. Okay, is he going to convey his feelings to each of the girls in order to justify his actions? It might be a polyamorous relationship, but at the same time, that's what the fuck a harem is. Oh no, he's only going to go after the main girl. The girl that we either show first, the girl that has pink hair, the princess, or just the one that he's constantly talking to and thinking about while the other girls do ridiculously amazing shit for him. But the only girl that he can think about is, is, our, is our main one. That's, But it, it's a harem. No, the fuck it isn't. This is a relationship story that just basically got a bunch of bitches that are cock-blocking. That, that's just what you made. <laughs> that's what it is. And And... That's the issue that I have with their sense of morality. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> like, you, why are they allowed to do that? I get that basically genres have put themselves in this ridiculous, like, um, stagnant place in anime. And you see that now with fucking everything that they've done. Shonen is so predictable that it's retarded. Um, harem, so predictable that it's retarded. 
And now isekais. So predictable that it's retarded. Every fucking season, there's a brand new isekai. And nine times out of ten, it's going to be a harem. And even still, it won't fit the criteria of what a fucking harem is. And it's so goddamn stupid. But it's like they keep making this shit because people keep looking at it. It's bad. But anime itself has gotten to the point where this weird stagnant wheel of what anime is, is what people have come to expect. But ironically enough, whenever there's an anime that breaks away from that stagnant wheel, it's considered the creme de la creme. It's put above everything else. My Hero Academia, I don't care for My Hero Academia. I think it's really stupid. But My Hero Academia is one of the first anime I've ever seen that it involved and tackled superheroes. Just as a western concept of superheroes. And the shit blew up. Like, it's, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's ridiculous how much people, like, ran towards My Hero Academia. And then what was the anime that overshadowed My Hero? Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer goes back to samurai swords, dealing with demons, ancient Japan. The, the shit is reminiscent, it's like, like this reminiscence of the times of Inuyasha, realistically. And, um, I'm not saying that it's like Inuyasha, I'm just saying, like, thinking back to where the, the, the setting of the anime itself is like that of Inuyasha, and it blew the fuck up, <laughs> the, the, but it's because it's the story, the character, and the concepts, and, and especially the artwork, the, the anime, the artwork is fantastic, but the story, character, and concept, the shit is different from everything else that's currently out, and and, and people just don't get that, look at um, uh, fucking Sword Art Online, Sword Art Online just basically pumps out a brand new Sword Art Online whenever they can, and they have people that are fans that are still looking at it, but that's as far as it goes. But that's the trait of most anime that reach that type of longevity without bringing anything new to the table that'll bring in new audiences or whatnot. They still make movies for Ghost in the Shell. That doesn't fucking mean Ghost in the Shell is good. It just means that they just keep making it. But there's so many people that are nostalgic and they're just looking through these rose-colored glasses that are just going, remember when Ghost of the Shell was just like at the height of animation and whatnot? And it's like, yeah, that was fucking years ago, though. And it's like, now it's just basically a bunch of repetitive psychological babble that try to get philosophical on you when it comes with robots and consciousness. So? <laughs> it's like, no one cares anymore. Like, this the shit, the ship is sailed. If anything, make new content. Like, bring something else within the world of Ghost in the Shell. Do something different. But I promise you, if you try to make something where it's a spinoff within the world of Ghost in the Shell, it won't do as well. Because the only thing that's keeping Ghost in the Shell alive is the fact that it's Ghost in the Shell. If it was anything else, people would look at it as if it would, as if they should and go, yeah, this is stupid. But the namesake alone is what's keeping it alive. Which is the case for a lot of fucking anime. Um, Pokemon. <laughs> for example, if Pokemon wasn't Pokemon, do you really believe that the anime, especially when they did the fucking Sun and Moon one, would that have held up as anything to be looked upon? Like, no, it involved Pokemon. And if you've ever been within the world of Pokemon, and trust me, I have been in that road. I I grew up with a Game Boy and a TV. So yes, I had the cards, Game Boy, uh, had the games on the Game Boy, watched the TV episodes. You know how deep that damn rabbit hole goes. You watch the TV show to understand about certain Pokemon before you even get the chance to get them in the game. That way you can understand and um, you understand exactly what you need to do while you're playing the game. Shit is amazing. Pokemon is great. 
But still, <laughs> if they were to just make some random ass anime about these monsters and these kids interacting with them and them talking about, oh, no, friendship and whatever, no one would care. It'd be like, what is this shit? <laughs> but if you put Pikachu in the forefront of it, and be like, oh, no, it's Pokemon. Okay, yeah, all right, never mind. Now it's good. Now it's good. And that's just, and that's just how that shit works. And I'm not saying Pokemon is bad. Um, it's not, aside from uh, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell is... It's boring, but Pokemon, it's actually good. Um, and then it's just like you have that longevity of anime that is kept alive because of the initial response towards it when it first was, um, when it first came out. And you just have, a, it just has a big fan following. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's that good or it's really interesting or a bunch of people are jumping on it. It just means it has a, a huge fan base. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Fate Stay Night, um, Sword Art Online, uh, what else is a good fucker, uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't, uh, um, oh, the, um, Magical Index, um, you see how many fucking spinoffs that thing is made, like, the, the Index is so goddamn ridiculously popular that it, it has spinoffs that do the exact same fucking thing, and they're popular, and then you have a, th then you have anime that copy Index to, like, all the way down to its fucking core, and those things run as well, because it's just, Bam, it's, like, it's, just, it's just like that. Case closed, which is essentially Japan's law and order. <laughs> I'll say that till the day I die. And there's nothing wrong with case closed, but yeah, it's just, it's their law and order. They'll just, you can make up any random case and it just, and just shoestring it along. Does anything happen? Has he found the cure yet? No. Will he ever? Who cares? <laughs> And it's not like they're not interesting. There's, if you've seen the case closed anime, then the shit is good. <laughs> like the creativity behind a lot of these murder cases. They, why do they have a child in these horrible situations? People get brutally murdered in case closed. <laughs> but again, insanely popular. Still going on. One Piece. Same thing. Just One Piece fandom following is bigger than everyone else's. <laughs> There's, there's nothing stopping that. They don't even, people don't even bring up One Piece anymore when they talk about brand new anime. Despite the fact that it overshadows a lot of new anime that come out. Hell, the fucking uh, One Piece Stampede movie came out and it, it fucking broke records in the movie theaters. Because, yeah, One Piece has a, has a huge following. But at the same time, what One Piece does that a lot of other series don't do is that even if you jump into One Piece late, you might be lost. But it's still entertaining, even for newcomers who just get into the series. If you jump into One Piece right now, it'll still be interesting. Because when they start new arcs and when they implement new things, you kind of get a refresher for a lot of the characters all over again. To longtime fans, it's, you're just seeing the characters be the characters. But to new fans, you're actually learning a hell of a lot more with these characters. And that's the creativeness of One Piece. And it's one of the reasons why I really like it. I think there's a lot of things wrong with it, but... Like, the stuff that I don't like is surface-level dumb shit. But One Piece itself is really good. But it just, all of that stems, and it comes from that constant need of just keeping anime stagnant in order to make the most amount of money off of it. But that lack of creativity is one of the things that's holding it back and why people don't tend, like, tend to actually care about it. So when they do implement new shit, it's not well received because the new shit that they implement they're putting it in based on the fact that they believe this might be popular because it fits the motif 
of what current anime is today. Rather than, hey, this is something different than current anime, it actually has a good following and understanding. This should do very well as an anime. You have, you have this mis, um, misstep with uh, what Crunchyroll tried to do with Webtoons, where they took their three biggest names in Webtoons and decided to turn them into anime. And you got Tower God, God High School, and um, uh, Noblesse. Um, you say Noblesse or Noblesse. I say Noblesse. So, you know, it, I know it stems from the words Noblesse, um, Noblesse Oblige. So, I say Noblesse. But, um, you have those anime. And then basically, what they did was that they took, uh, it was like, okay, let's do Tower God first, test the waters out. God of High School which is a big name and it's incredibly actiony and then Noblesse which is the which is like that's the height is <laughs> the creme de la creme that one was at, at the time of when it was out it was the most popular hell it's still popular and so it was like that would be the last one they did Tower of God and it was fucking perfect they they followed everything perfectly Tower of God is actually written in a way to where the episodes themselves like the seasons are are spread out perfectly the 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 shit actually does what the series already needs it to do in order for it to convey the full impact of emotion at the right amount of time it's not just a long string of chapters chapters eventually get to a point where they go hey season one end or end of act one or end of act two whatever they do that and then just lo and behold when it became time for it to come to the anime it was like where would be a perfect place to stop Bam! Right here where the manga says, this is a perfect place to stop. <laughs> and it's like, cool. That works for everybody. And the shit went perfectly. The characters, the um, the characters, the interactions, the world building, all of that shit is done perfectly within Tower God. And the anime conveyed that wonderfully. God High School came out, and it's like action-oriented. They fucked up because they decided to showcase and do shit and implement shit that would cater towards the people who read it rather than the new people who have no idea what the fuck they're watching. And that's where you screw up because you're catering to people who might not even look at the damn thing because they already know how far the story is progressing. And then you're losing the people who are just getting into this because they have no fucking idea what the hell you're talking about because the story hasn't got to a point where they explain the different things that you're showcasing right now. And that was a misstep. Then you get to Noblesse which basically completely misses the fucking shot. You're not setting the storyline in um, Korea. You're having everyone believe that it's in Japan. You're getting rid of certain characters because they're not what typically is done within anime. A bunch of... It's like cliching itself. <laughs> it's like you, you, you're in a goddamn tidal wave of cliché. And the thing is, is that the reason people wanted to see this is because it was different. <laughs> it was different. But now you're making it the same. The fuck is wrong with you? Implementing, a, like, like even that weird notion of, it's something that bugs the hell out of me. I don't even know if people care about it, but I it bugs the hell out of me. And that's the fact of, you have a group of friends, which is one of the things that the main character really cares for as the series goes on, and that's a driving notion behind everything that he does. You have these groups of characters that basically are this amalgam of people. Two girls, two guys. And they're friends with the main character. You get rid of the girls. Why did you get rid of the girls? What what does that do for you? <laughs> like, what was the point of that? Is it really that hard to believe that two guys who 
who are, who can hang out with girls. One who's a fucking model, and the other one who just happens to be pretty. They can hang out and actually be friend, friends, and they're just completely platonic. There's no hidden relationship behind any of them. None of them have feelings for each other. They're all just friends who hang out after school. They enjoy spending time together, and that's as far as it possibly goes. Because the story isn't about their everyday life. It's about the main character enjoying his everyday life with them. And all that we see from them is just that they're all a good group of friends. That's it. But it's like, is it that fucking ridiculous as far as Japan is concerned? That that, that can never happen? There's no way in hell guys are going to hang out with girls and they not want to fuck. What? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they can. <laughs> they can. And that's, and that's one of the, that's the difference in something new and innovative that basically would be interesting to see. You should make more stories that have shit like that. To where you do have a bunch of girls or guys who hang out together that don't want to fuck. They just hang out. They don't have this awe-inspiring dream that they're trying to accomplish. And they're not best friends who are willing to die for one another. No, they just, they hang out. They're cool. They're good friends. They'll, you know, they ride or die. You know, like, hey, some shit pop off. Hey, I got you. <laughs> like, like, no, we're just friends. We're all just friends. Hell, have a situation like that and then somebody actually starts falling for another girl or whatnot and then you got the girls in his group trying to tell him hey we'll get to know her a little bit or like we'll talk to her and let her know like you know you got feelings for her. something to help you out but no anime don't do that they never do that <laughs> why why would they do something like that that would be ridiculous and again that just all stipulates and it goes back to that morality standpoint as far as i'm concerned i mean Look, look at how they even portray relationships in anime. It's just, it's all completely, it just seems so utterly ridiculous. And the reason that I harp on it so much is because, again, I know for a fact their society isn't centered around that, that single-line way of thinking to where, hey, I like this girl and only this girl. That's the only girl I'll pine for. No, you're a teenage prepubescent boy. You'd, you'd fuck a rabbit if you can catch it. But, God forbid, anime would showcase a character like that. No, no, no. He can only have eyes for one girl. Let's not act as if he gets a boner when he wakes up or he's already hit puberty. No, 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 no. And then when you have anime that showcase boys in a general aspect of how their society actually functions, you make it seem as if it's just the most disgusting thing in the world. Guys talking about girls' body parts or guys being interested in what um, female they like. Hey, did you see that show last night that had that model with the huge breasts? And then you just have girls go, oh, you guys are gross. Get, you, you perverts. It's the group of perverts in our classroom. It's like, what the fuck? This is a normal conversation for young boys to have because they're fucking young boys. And then you will turn around in that same anime and you'll have the girls scream whenever a guy walks into the room who just happens to be pretty. But for whatever reason, that's not vilified. That's just what should be taken as the norm. And then the concept of having that be, okay, well, this is a character that the main character has to now beat and overcome because everyone likes this guy, but the main character's a nobody. But if he can get the heart of the girl who everyone assumes should be with the guy that everyone likes, then he wins. Yay. Or, <laughs> and there's, there's never an or. There's never a fucking or. It's one of the reasons why I like Gantz so much. Um, the, the guy who created Gantz, uh, he makes really good manga that realistically showcase far more human 
human interactions with characters than than a, 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 a fuck ton of other manga and anime. And it's one of the reasons why I like it. Um, I'm, I'm reading the, the, the giant thing that he's making, the gigant. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. I, I believe it's giant. But I'm reading that, and I'm, I'm loving it. I, I fucking love it. But how he portrays characters and their interactions and, like, just a young boy within these ridiculous situations are, are perfect. In, in the giant thing, he, the main guy asked the girl out, and she told him no. And then because he was this the soft-spoken nobody who basically built up all his courage that he had to ask her out. And when she said no, it fucking broke him. And he just started crying. And then it was like, I can, I was like, yep, I could see that happening to a person. Because, yeah, like, why would you assume that that wouldn't hurt? Like, why would you think that that wouldn't be, like, a reaction that a boy would have if that was something that he did? It was like, yo... Everything that I have in me is about to make me do something that just goes against my nature, which is to talk to you and ax you out. <laughs> and then you shut me down and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, a young boy that's in high school that basically is, is an introvert and he's like, he's not used to this shit. And it's like, that's, that's, that's the, this is the best he can do. <laughs> it was like that, that was in terms of getting the female, but like the best he can do and, and actually doing something manly, and it's just, no, and then he just started crying, and then what was hilarious was that the girl felt so bad for him that she said, yeah, and now in the series, they love each other, <laughs> and, I, and I, I like that, and it's like, only, like, I like it for a multitude of reasons, but one of the main ones is that it's fucking different, it wasn't, it wasn't him trying to just go, I just want to get to know you better, and, and like, and, and her being like, oh, I'm a mysterious lady, blah, 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 no, 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 like, they, they did human shit, Helen Gantz, what I fucking love is that he had a girl stay with him, it was just, she didn't go home because there was a fucking copy of her at home, she was staying with the main character, he liked her, he, he, she saw that she had big boobs, and then that was all that he needed for him as a man to go, I like her, and she was staying with him, and then he was assuming that, well, you're staying with me, that must mean you must like me, or something like that, and then she was telling him, think of me like a pet, and he was like, okay, so I want to do this, and she was like, well, you don't have sex with your pet, and he went, get out, <laughs> and then it was like, yes, that's what he should do, and it's like, you, I, I didn't look at that and go, well, he's terrible for doing it to her, and I was looked at him, and I went, no, that seemed normal, she wanted him to do all this stuff, but then basically she was liking another guy. And then he was like, well, why don't you go bother him? Why are you bothering me if you don't even care about me like that? And it's like, and that's something that I loved. And then as the series progressed, that became something that didn't matter anymore. As far as the relationship between the main guy or any other character went, as far as um, that female character. Who gave a shit? Because time went on, more shit happened. He moved on as a person. And I love that. It got to the point where he actually asked out a girl who wasn't really pretty, who wasn't really, who, who wasn't like this super awesome pretty girl or whatever, but he liked the fact that she could draw, they had a general interest with each other. He asked her out and he assumed that she would immediately jump at the chance because he felt that, well, she's a loner or whatever. Like, she'll just be happy to go out with me or something like that. He's just feeling himself way too hard. He was still a nerd and considered a loser within his classroom or whatever but he was like ah no nah, he just feeling himself way too hard and she told him nah but you know we can get to know each other 
And then it, it threw them for a loop. And then, yeah, they got to slowly know each other. And then that actually built a fucking relationship. To the point where he didn't give a damn about anyone else except her. All he wanted to do was protect her. His girlfriend. She wasn't She wasn't like these pretty supermodels or whatever. But that was the girl that he was in love with. And then he did everything he could to protect her and help her. And I love that the series took that direction. Hell, it even went so far as to have a girl that was introduced in the beginning as the supermodel that he was obsessed with. Or that he kept looking towards and everything. Um, he had like her posters up in his room and things like that and there's a supermodel that he liked around his age she got into the program saw how amazing he was and then fell in love with him and then he had to break it to her gently and it was like i gotta break it to you gently boo i'm already dating someone else i love them i apologize that i can't be with you and then she just acts like well if you weren't with her would you be with me he was like well yeah what god wouldn't he was like but at the same time what you're asking is it's just on the fact that like I'm not with her. He's like, but I am with her. He's like, hell, who knows? Like if I wasn't with her, like if I was dating someone else or anything like that, I wouldn't know if I had deep feelings for them or whatnot. He was like, yeah, you're good people and everything. I and I had a crush on you when like while you were a model and everything. But I'm seeing someone right now, and I love that person. So I'm going to be with that person. <laughs> and and I just love that they did that. I love that they did that. And it just made absolute sense. But in accordance to how manga is in their morality trait currently, something like that would never fucking happen. Hell, that's not even something that's showcased within the Gantz anime. They only do that in the manga, which is sad. <laughs> but they only did that in the fucking manga. But um, what, what was crazy and so human about that is that, yeah, you know, like, it's like if you, if I would like to believe that if I was married, you know, and like I'm I'm married and I feel nothing but love for my wife and just some supermodel comes up and be like, you know, they want to fuck me. I, I would like to believe that I would be at a point in my life where I would be happy enough to go. No, like, I'm not going to jeopardize my relationship with my wife just for a quick little fling with you. I don't even I don't know you. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah appreciate the offer, but I wish you would have gotten to me sooner. But now hey, it's too late. I'm I'm sorry. I'm off the market. I, and again, I would like to believe that I would act that way in that particular situation. I don't know. You know, because it's like, I'm not in that situation. I'm not married. And ain't no Super Bowl to try to fuck me <laughs> right now. Right now. Okay? So you gotta, gotta say that. There's no Super Bowl trying to fuck me right now. But time, time makes fools of us all, my friends. Time makes fools of us all. But it's that, that concept of stipulating that type of morality to where, in a Japanese anime... The only thing that I would ever do is just go after that supermodel. And I would only be after that supermodel until it got to the point where that supermodel finally broke down and was like, hey, want fuck? And then I'm like, I can't wait till we're married. <laughs> because that's just that's just how they're handling their fucked up notion of morality. I, I do not like it. I can't stand it. It is... It is really dumb. And I know I'm using morality in a vague term, but realistically, the main thing that I don't like is their typical situation of romance or the concept and notion of liking someone or being in love with someone, especially when it comes to teenagers or prepubescent people within anime, because it's just, it's so unfucking believable There's no way you can tell me that a character, regardless if you want to make a character to be dense or whatnot, or when they try to like shoehorn that dumbass joke. 
regardless if you want to have something like that, for a character to adamantly just not be interested in a female when he's not with another female, it's a fantasy. That's 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 fucking possible. I'm gonna tell this girl no because I have deep seated feelings for a girl who doesn't know that I fucking exist. That's insane. That that is truly and utterly insane. Like and and but the thing is is that anime keeps trying to shoehorn and push this as something that like no this is how shit is done. But it's like even within their culture, that's not how shit is done. So why is it that why is it that is presented that way within anime? And that, that's that's the main hung, hang up that I have with that is that like you're you're telling me and you're showing me that this is the only way that it possibly can be in in like in the world. Like this is how my characters is going to be, and it leads to just some of the stupidest type of storytelling ever. And it's like oh I got summoned to another world, and the princess is asking me to do something. I'm doing everything for the princess. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and then it's like, so you're telling me that there's absolutely no way, shape, or form that another person can appear in your life that'll change your image of said princess. That'll make you just go against everything that they've ever said. Because what exactly has the princess done to showcase or to prove to you that her word is law or should be taken as truth? And it's like, every everything shouldn't be a cop, like, because every isekai that does what the princess think is copying Mario. <clears throat> yeah, I went there. <laughs> Alright, that's enough before I get sued. But um everything is copy of Mario. But it's like, okay, so you're telling me that they're like in that game, I'm forced to go after the princess because that's the mechanics of the game. I can only move one way. That's how the original Mario was played. I can only move forward. The princess is another castle. I gotta keep going until I find the princess, because that's how you beat the game. But in a situation where you're a person that has options, that can do other shit, that has a thinking, that, that <laughs> a thinking a person who has a brain or can think or will be willing to do other stuff or is capable of doing other stuff, is told, hey, I need you to do this. And then that character never questions rhyme or reason, but just goes, I'm in another world. I'm going to be an adventurer. I'm going to go on an adventure. Yeah, let me help the princess. It's stupid. <laughs> Only because I've seen it before. It's happened before. It's been done. That's all what the fucking Dragon Quest games are. And and they're... <laughs> better than Final Fantasy? Fuck no. Final Fantasy actually has a story. What? They have that really good stories in Final Fantasy. But Dragon Quest is just the same shit. <laughs> it's the same shit. Hero fights Demon King. The end. That's all. Goodbye. <laughs> Hell, and that, that's like the same notion of um, Zelda. But look at the implications of Zelda in relation to like the uh, Isekai um, notion of like, of like Dragon Quest, where it's like a hero is summoned to defeat a demon king or like save a princess or do something with a princess or whatnot or what have you. Well, with Zelda, there's an overarching storyline that's very complex that showcasing is bringing about the reason why these characters are in constant turmoil time and time and time again it makes for a great reasoning behind redoing a game over and over again or making brand new games but it also justifies the actions of said character they are forced to battle they are forced to fight they are forced to be in conflict with one another so yes have them like them doing that is okay because it is outside of the character's control 
to go, well, I don't got to do this. No, you have to do this. <laughs> like, so that's, that's okay. But when you take something in like the typical manner of just going, hey, we got a character who was a loser, nobody in one world. He goes to another world and then a pretty girl just says, I need your help with something. And that's all the fuck he needs to justify being just a complete total asshat in that world is, is appalling to me. Just, I got to do this to protect the princess. Forget, <laughs> you know, changing the status quo of the world. Forget actually doing something different outside of the realm of what he's seen or emulated from TV or whatnot. Like, no, if, unless they stipulate or make it a joke like Konosuba, they never go against the grain. It's always the same story, just different names for characters. And that's it. And it, they're, they're, it, it, because of that, it's not fucking interesting. I don't, you don't care about something like that. You don't look at that and go, oh yeah, like this is, this is good. This is all a good No, no it isn't. It's, it'd be a bad one. And I, I just, I can't get over that. I really can't get over that. And then you have shit that, um, really though, truly upsets me. Um, you have series like, uh, Tenchi Muyo, which also falls under that umbrella of a series that's basically now being pushed by the fandom rather than actually being interesting um, anymore. And I love Tenji Muyo. The anime that came out on um, Toonami that I was like, oh, like, what's this? What's this? There's <laughs> magic in the air. Uh, I, I love Tenji Muyo. Um, I, I love it to pieces. Um, everything about it. Um, yeah, and of course you watch it dub. What are you, stupid? You gotta watch it dub. You, the fuck? <laughs> but... With Tenchi Muyo, it got to a point of compl of complacency. That, that uh, yeah, complacency. It became complacent in the concept of like, yeah, it's kind of the anime that is the outline behind everything that is harem. But what's fucked up is that people who make harem don't understand Tenchi Muyo isn't a harem. The creator himself has stipulated that. The story of Tenchi is about him and Ryoko getting together. So, essentially, it falls under that umbrella of a story where it's a romance, but you just got a bunch of women who are cock blockers. That's it! <laughs> so, if the harem that every other harem is trying to copy is not a harem, then what the fuck are they copying? <laughs> I was like, what, what, what the hell are you doing? And, and that is just peak stupidity but that's the drivel that is driving almost all of anime in in that weird just roundabout way of doing the same bullshit over and over and over again and trying to call it something else when it's not it really isn't oh it's like let's have a lowly because tenchi had a lowly let's have a really strong female who's like overly like um forcing sex on the main character who just doesn't he ain't having it you know <laughs> like he don't want it Ugh, get that vagina. Ugh, get away from me. I'd rather be, I wish I was flaccid. <laughs> then you would leave me alone forever. Let's have the quiet girl who's just adamantly quick to do whatever the main character says. God forbid, you know, like any of these people decide to speak to another man and go, you know, there's more fish in the sea. Oh, no, 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 no. Everything stimulates and revolves around this one guy. But... We haven't gave a justifiable reason for this one guy to just just do anything. No, he won't because it's like he's comfortable with the the nonsense. And it's like, hey, as long as everyone's sitting around happy, I'm happy. 
Okay, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? What the fuck do you plan to accomplish despite all of this stuff going on? Oh, uh, uh, I never talk about that. Then, then you're nobody. You're nothing. You're a blank slate. Well, I'm supposed to be a blank slate. That way the audience can put themselves in my position. Right. But if a normal person was in your position, they wouldn't do this dumb shit. They would do more. That's why we make hentai and doshin of this shit. Is because other people look at it and go, what's wrong with this pussy? Fuck somebody already. No. <laughs> Vaginas. Ew, ew, ew. And it's, it's ridiculous. Because even in the, um, as much as it pains me, one of the best ways to enjoy a harem is to actually read a hentai. But even then, that only just revolves around sex. But it's actually the storytelling element of what a harem is that I like and enjoy. Understanding and knowing characters as well as the relationship that they have with the main character. Going in depth and, um, and complexity behind those relationships to justify a hell of a lot of their actions. The main character basically needs to have a fucking goal. He needs to be trying to accomplish something. And then in the midst of doing that, he's meeting women who fit the criteria of women he would like. Or he would want to be with. And then he just happens to be that type of son of a bitch. Who goes the more the merrier. That's it. That's that's all you need. <laughs> Those are all of the ingredients to make an actual harem. Is that you can't have the harem be about the fucking harem. Because then you're not going anywhere. Your main character is going to be a blank slate. That's never going to do anything. And even if you try to give him a personality. You're going to be too much of a pussy to make him do anything. Because then that would take away from the notion. That a blank slate is basically just a, a scared version. And that's idiotic. That is beyond idiotic. The, the closest I've seen that has done something. Um. That's like tried to break away from that has been a high school DXD where the main character has been adamantly and openly perverted. And I always say the first season of um, uh, the first half of the first season of high school DXD is shit. And it, it ain't nothing to it. It's just cookie cutter, boring, whatever. But when it actually gets to the point where they start identifying and having the girls that he meet continuously say like, hey, I got feelings for you. And then even still, what they do is that they don't openly just have them from the get-go just go, I like him, or I like him, or I want to be with him. No, they actually build up a rapport over time. And I actually like that, and I'm comfortable with that, because that is how it should be. But, you keep pussyfooting the main character around to the point where whenever it gets to that time to do the deed, he chickens out. But you had him... As a perverted character, who wants to do that? As a hot-blooded young man who was like, man, I can't wait to start fucking. And then it's like, all right, start fucking. And he's like, ooh, vaginas. <laughs> I got to go see what uh, this, this one girl's talking about. Wait, 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 hold on. But you just already established your character. Why would you go against that? Because the concept of how we deal with morality in anime is fucking retarded. So you would have him pine and go after the main female character whose basically whole motivation is just to get the main guy to say her fucking name rather than call her president. But that is just under this ridiculous notion that, hey, did you tell him what you wanted or are you trying to get him to do what you want without actually telling him? Because he's calling you a title, which makes sense because he's a part of your club and that is your fucking title. But you don't want him to call you that title. You want him to call you by your name. Then tell him that. Well, if I did that, we wouldn't be able to string along a whole fucking season of me just being indifferent towards everyone else because he's calling them by their name. But, but because, duh! <laughs> and then it's like, and that's 
terrible because in high school DxD, the worst girl is the main girl. But I, 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 um, I, <laughs> I, um, I, I'm, I'm remiss <laughs> to say that. You know, I digress. That's the word I'm looking for. Digress. Yeah, I digress to say that. And and it's just it's ultimately it it ultimately stipulates into this ridiculous fashion that you are going to, we as an audience we because it's not just me who's like assaulted with all of this bullshit is that we as an audience will constantly and only see um this weird stagnant shit of anime over and over and over again when it comes to their weird stipulations towards morality that we can only take in as the norm because it's been so overused and overdid all this time and the sad factor is that for whatever reason as much as everyone loves and watches anime and as big as it's constantly getting i mean it's blowing up let's 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 not act like it's not the shit has been going strong for a good while more people start looking into anime every day but the idea that it will never change outside of what we're constantly being shown is is very apparent but what's even more ridiculous is the fact that what we have seen and what has been evident within anime is that new has always been proven to be better when they go outside of the grain of how they handle relationships and characters fascinations with one another when they finally dig deep in showcasing an actual teenage boy dealing with his actual emotions and problems when it comes to the same when it comes to the fair sex will be far more interesting and looked upon than this than this repetitive shit that's just trying to cash in on copying something that was done a long time ago and was proven to be mildly popular at the time. Or insanely popular at the time. But the idea of actually changing and building upon that. And just like switching it up. Is a con- is a foreign concept. As far as like anime and manga and uh, web comics and Korean stuff and Chinese stuff are, are concerned. It's just you do. It's, it's, just, it's gotten to a point where they just. They do what they know. And they would rather not. Um, yeah, they just, they just, they do what they know, and that's all they're willing to do. But anything that goes against the grain that is showcasing that, hey, you are capable of changing the game. You're capable of doing more with this wonderful media that we have that can express so many different stories in so many different ways with so many different characters that can be beloved by so many different people. And you can just, you can do whatever you want. And it will understand and latch on. Like, hey, this is the good, this is the bad, and we can build upon it. Someone might be inspired by a manga that'll never see the light of day as an anime that only had a few chapters before it was canceled. But that doesn't change the fact that that story had to get made in order for that person to get inspired in the first place. But if all you're making is the same thing as everything else, what what do I need to look at your shit for? When I'm on, all I need to do is rewatch the thing that made you create this copy of the shit and it's just it's sad it's ridiculous and it's like all it does is just spew in this weird notion of how their society looks towards different things and it gives this fake uh fake 
dressage <laughs> of um, what it is that you need to look at or what you need to take away as to how anime deals with relationships, characters, and any other aspect of that. When it shouldn't. And they need to stop doing that. They need to understand and expand and do more. You can have a harem where the main character doesn't necessarily get with the main female character. You can have a romance where the main character doesn't get with the main female character, but it might be a surprise character. You can introduce or have characters showcase that they're in a relationship, and then you see the adamant um, breakup of said relationship, and then the series itself can progress past that breakup into the other characters finding and being with other people who are, might be more suited for them. And, and you can do something like that. But it's just, it, it won't happen until somebody takes that very first fucking step and goes outside of the grain and outside of the norm and just does something. Just, they, just, they just do different. Do different, you do better. I feel like that should be the rule for anime. It's like, if you do different, you will do better. And as soon as they grasp that concept, the better off they will be. And the more accessible anime will be as a whole to other people. That's all I wanted to talk about. If I have anything else to talk about, I'll let you know. This has been Fun with Flame. I'm your host, Daniel the Flame. As always, good people. I hope you have fun.